Thanks for joining us this week on iHeartRadio and the Tech of Sports, joined by noted sports attorney uh, Richard Roth this morning. Uh, uh, sports, white-collar crime, employment law. Uh, Richard has represented uh, corporations, businesses, CEOs, as well as uh, some of the big names in sports, including uh, Hall of Famers Warren Sapp and Peyton Manning. And Richard, thanks for uh, taking a few minutes and joining us this morning. Yeah, no problem. Um, a lot going on, uh, and we're going to kind of talk about uh, use of uh, a video in various aspects of sports and not the uh, the video instant replay that we're all used to, but it's kind of ironic that uh, um, video is uh, uh, being used in so many aspects of uh, outside the field, outside the arenas, and of course uh, news uh, that broke late last week with uh, Robert Kraft, owner of the New England Patriots, and uh he, uh, even though he uh, he's de- denying, there uh, apparently is video, and that really makes a difference in a case like this, doesn't it? Oh, it absolutely does. You know, it is, there is an irony that the AFC and the NFC championship games were, um, particularly the NFC, were um, so spoiled by non-use for videotape, especially the Saints-Rams play where, um, you know, the, the, the Rams clearly did a pass interference the offsides play against New England. Well, all that videotape is sort of interesting now that we do have videotape. We do have a video replay, if you will, um, of Robert Kraft. And it's very hard to deny you are at a place when there is a video of you. You can argue, if there's no audio, you can argue about what was said and what wasn't said. But if you have video at an Asian massage parlor and you're exchanging money for... Yeah, also very interesting that this kind of was a, a byproduct of a of a sting investigation looking for human trafficking, and uh, Kraft and some others got caught up in this. Does that, uh, I mean, he apparently is not involved with the human trafficking part of things, but are there some other legalities or other things that could uh, uh, pop up from, uh, from just being associated with uh, uh, a massage parlor or people like this? Well, you're right. He isn't involved in human trafficking. The biggest problem he faces is a reputational problem. This is a guy who has you know, more Super Bowl rings than anyone else in the world. Maybe he owes him Tom Brady. And, uh, you know, he now has to be it's very disgraceful. It's very, very problematic. Uh, what's going to happen criminally? Not much. Uh, he'll pay money. He'll get off on it, and um, maybe I should use that terminology, and, and it'll be done. But uh, it is very disgraceful. He, you know, he, listened, he was in the wrong place at the wrong time, but you would think someone like Robert Kraft, if he wants to do that, he would be smarter than to go into some um, strip mall massage bar to get a $79 massage. It just makes, it's just sort of comical, if you will. Yeah, we're joined by Richard Roth, your sports attorney uh, out of New York City here on uh, on Tech of Sports. And uh, Richard, the NFL has uh, has made use of video uh, in a couple other uh, things here recently. Uh, a pair of NFL running backs uh, caught with uh, domestic violence uh, on video, and now Robert Kraft. Um, is this just uh, a, a society issue, or is there? 
you think a, a problem within professional sports or specifically the NFL? And does the NFL need to uh, uh, make players aware that, uh, I mean, you would think players would know this, but pretty, pretty much video is everywhere. And uh, no matter what you're doing, you're being watched. That's correct. You just said it. video is everywhere and therefore it is societal. Did this stuff happen before? Absolutely. But can people be caught? No. Because now what happens whenever there's any kind of a, any kind of a stir or a ruckus, people whip out their, their iPhone and they start videotaping. And so you do have video. You have video everywhere. Every public place, especially in metropolitan areas, the street corners have video. They do it to prevent crime, to prevent terrorism. So anywhere you go, you are subject to having a tape-recorded conversation of you. I'm standing right now at a, uh, outside of a restaurant at breakfast. I'm sure there's a video on me on the phone. So you, it, we, it, it's, nothing's changed. It's just that you're being, there people are being caught. That is, uh, I'm sure there was violence and I'm sure there was um, domestic abuse over the years in, um, you know, in not only in the NFL, but throughout sports and throughout society. But now you, people are getting called on it. Good luck, Robert Kraft, telling uh, the NFL that you weren't there when they have a video, you know, of you and you there. So it is more societal and we have to really be mindful of that, especially in public places. You know, like the the, uh, the elevator incident yeah. with the Baltimore Ravens player. Um, yeah. You know, he punched a woman in. And, and would it, did that happen in the 70s and 80s? It may have, probably did. But now we got him on tape. And that's our, it's like Warner Wolf used to say of the uh, CBS News, you know, let's go to the video. Yeah, the video really doesn't lie. I know with my golf swing, uh, uh, Richard, when I look at the video, it doesn't lie and it's scary. So, uh, uh <laughs> we all we all have we all have that issue but uh two two other things now uh Kraft and uh, of course those other NFL players they face a fine and a, and a suspension now they're under the guidelines of the NFL rules and and uh the the NFL uh um what they expect out of players when when they're fined and suspended there is an appeal given but do they have anything other than an appeal that they can go to when uh, when they face a lengthy or a lengthy suspension uh, as, as far as uh, um, either being an owner or being a player or a coach in the NFL? Yeah, the answer is the appeal is really all you have. The NFL and all sports organizations like keeping things internal. They don't want this to be in the public. So you have an appeal. But the bigger issue with a lot of these athletes, Robert Kraft may be one of them, is the sponsorship. You know, every single contract of every major athlete, every entertainer has what's called a morals clause. And if you're, and in fact, I have, when I represent Warren Sapp, I have, that was an issue. Um, and, and what happens is if you have a contract with whatever company and, and it comes out in the press that you did something inappropriate, they can just cancel that contract. So these types of things are really, um, can damage the players, in particular millions of dollars. Robert Kraft doesn't really have to worry because you know, he's one of the wealthiest men in the country. But, but um, as far as the appeal goes, yeah, it'll, it'll end with whatever the process is. And, and they may, you know, ban him from going to certain games. It's a little different because he's not, a, not even a coach. Um, he's sort of an observer during the games. But, yeah, it, it is, it is uh, very embarrassing. And it'll probably end. He'll probably take his punishment and move on. Yeah, last thing as we wrap up here uh, with Richard Roth, uh, uh, New York sports attorney. Uh, news broke late last night. Yesterday, uh, Richard, I don't know how, if you followed this or heard, but uh, Johnny Manziel uh, apparently is being uh, kicked out of the Canadian Football League. Um, 
I don't know if you if you were representing Manziel, uh, you know, what kind of advice would you have for him? Where does he have left to go and and play a guy that has uh, some talent, but he just can't get his his act together? Uh, it makes me kind of sick to see someone wasting talent like this. But from an attorney's uh, standpoint or a sports agent standpoint, uh, what do you tell or where do you go with uh, with a Johnny Manziel at this point? As last thing is has professional sports. I know they do have a you know they take them through some training classes on you know on life after college and in football. But if they kind of drop the ball a little bit, some of the sports with maybe life training, some of these athletes that all of a sudden find themselves with a bunch of money and they don't know uh, how to handle it. Yeah, I mean, listen, they try their best. They do have they have significant spent a lot of money and significant programs on. Um, developing these kids, because a lot of these kids come from inner city areas, um, they, you know, they're, they're, a lot of them are, are just, just from, from urban areas, which are tough, and so they try really hard, um, they aren't always successful, sometimes they are, sometimes they get these kids out of the gutter, uh, where, where they were, and they, and they continue to thrive in the athletic programs, um, they can't get everyone, they try their best, could it be better? I don't know if Johnny Manziel is an example where, um, you know, he was uh, from an inner city where he really couldn't um, perform. So I think they're as good as they can be. I think a lot of it has to do with the parenting as well, making sure that they listen and they understand that they're unbelievably talented, but life is long and those talents are not going to be there. The muscles aren't going to be there. The speed isn't going to be there. So it is. It's all about the, the, the programming at the different leagues. They try. They try really hard. They spend a lot of money on it because you want those players on the field because the leagues are making money from it. Sometimes they just don't succeed, though, and this is it, which I don't know if they should necessarily put money into it. It's a pretty sophisticated program each of the leagues does, does have. Yeah, it really is, and uh, they, you, they do do something. They try their best, but uh, um, everybody's—they're all human. So, uh, Richard, keep uh, giving your clients great advice. If people want to find out more about you, where can they go? They can go online. It's rrothlaw.com, www.rrothlaw.com, or email me, Rich at rrothlaw.com. And it's great always speaking to you as well. Great talking to you, Richard. Have a good uh, rest of the week, and uh, looking forward to uh, March Madness uh, baseball season. Always a lot to come. Thanks for coming on. Very excited. Thank you.